Hello, this is Mike McDivitt, interim pastor of the New Hope Baptist Church here in uh, March the 12th. And today we're going to talk on the subject, listening to God. And if you would, turn with me to Psalm chapter 25. If you would, Psalm chapter 25, we're going to read verse 4 and 5, then have a word of prayer. It says, Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Let's pray. Dear Father, just thank you for this day you've given us, Lord. I pray, Father, you will just do what I cannot do, Lord, and show us what you would have for us in your word today. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings we've had this week. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Well, my friend, this week I want to talk, like I said, on the subject, listening to God. And here, right in the first verses, about this idea of listening to God, do we want God to? In verse 4, show us his ways. Verses 4, teach us his paths. Verses 5, lead us in his truths. Verse Five also teach us, and also in verse five, do we wait on His word? I tell you what, um, we need in this country, as a Christian people and as churches within this culture, to start perking our ears up and listening to God. It's a wonder. I mean, he why you know he doesn't show us His ways because we're not listening. You know, in Psalms it says, the verse says, um, if I regard iniquity in my heart, I will not hear. You regard iniquity in your heart, rather, I will not hear you. And I think with the iniquity rampant through the churches and with uh, just so many things in this culture that we have to keep our minds busy, we don't listen to them. I think many times through the week, the world, the flesh, and the devil just get their way. They take their turns teaching us things. They take their turns involving us in things we ought to be involved with or to influence us through TV, through radio, through the internet. And we can keep going on and on and on and on and on. All the influences that this old world has to offer. There's so much. You get up in the morning. Radio goes on. TV goes on, many of you. you, if, you if you eat anything, you shove it down your throat and you get on to, to uh, get to work. You get on the road, turn on the radio. Get to work. Get You know, just get busy. And then gun home and then you, you turn on the radio in the car then you get home the TV or the, or the computer goes on and you know, wolf something down and sit back in your chair and watch the TV again or hobbies or, or whatever and somehow the world it's very easy for the world to get a stranglehold on your time and on your life it will teach believe me the average TV show preaches Hollywood's uh, damnable sermons. You bet your life it does. 
Oh, it's all right to uh, be sexually promiscuous, right? Oh, it's okay to swear. I mean, it's all right. Oh, it's okay. You can keep naming the things off, can't we? Sure we can. Until after a while, that Christian person looks exactly like the world. Looks, talks, acts, smells just like the world. And then you try to witness to somebody and they say, Hey, you're, it's not how a Christian's supposed to act. You ever hear that? Why would I want what you have? You're just like me. Right? I tell you, we need to open the door up for God to be able, like it says in Psalms 25 here, to teach us, to be able to lead us in truths, to be able to uh, have the patience to wait on the Lord sometimes when uh, we're listening, we're waiting on his word, what we should do. Do you ever, do you ever pray about a subject and you're, you're just, Lord, I, I really need a word from you on this. And then he answers. Or you're waiting on a word and he said, well, not now. Not no, not yes, but just wait a little while. So, how do we break free from this? You know, what do we need to break free from this? To be able to listen to the Lord. Well, let's turn to Romans, if you would. Romans chapter 10. There's a simple thing here. Is it simple? I don't know if it's simple. <laughs> but Romans chapter 10. Get it myself here. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I know this is talking about witnessing and all this here, but it's still true also in, in the matter of listening to the Lord. And this begins the breakthrough of listening to the Lord and, and the lost too. The lost is not going to hear from the Lord until they hear the gospel and it pricks their heart. And if they get saved, then they can hear from him. But until then, they hear the gospel and hopefully we're telling it to them. But in the, in the saved person, this begins the breakthrough of listening to him through faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, it says. The word of God is our meat. It's our water. It's, it's vital to our communication with the Lord God himself. We won't turn there, but in Psalm 119, 105, it says, His word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It is vital to our daily life in this darkened world. Do you ever go hunting? Some of you out there. Where, I live in Pennsylvania, so I grew up hunting and fishing, right? You get out in the woods a little bit too late and it gets dark. And I tell you what, my friend, when you're in the woods and if there's no moon out that night and it gets dark, it gets dark. And if you don't have a, uh, a lamp, a lantern or a flashlight or, or a headlamp of some sort, uh, you'll be tripping all over the place, finding your way out of those woods. 
when we listen to him. He said his word is, is that to us in this life. As we listen, he tells us how to avoid those pitfalls, not to walk into that hole or fall into that stream or we show the lamp of his word on our life. And we, oh boy, I can't, better not choose that way. The Lord said here not to do that. Or the Lord's laying on my heart that, look, I just read that today and there's the opportunity. We need to listen to him through the reading of his word. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Now, saying that, gave a hint, I guess, already by saying about the lost hearing it through the gospel story, the, the saved listening. Who can listen to him? In John chapter 10, there's a few verses here. So, John chapter 10, in verse uh, 2 through 5, and then 27. Let's look at 2 here. It says, Then he entered in. By the door, is, excuse me, but he that entereth in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. And to him the porter openeth, the, the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And the stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of the stranger. Let's skip down here to verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. When you're saved, the saved hear his voice. Saved from what? Saved from your sins. When you've asked him in your heart and life as your Lord and Savior, you've your sins, he comes into your heart, and life and makes you a new creation old things passed away all things become new and so that word of God that we were talking about he hear you can hear it did you ever speak to somebody that's lost and they say I've tried reading that Bible it makes no sense to me well it's not going to until they ask Christ in their heart as the Lord and Savior and become one of his sheep. And then if you're saved. Guess what's loud and clear. That shepherd's voice. Jesus Christ. As we read through his word. And we listen. That's how we listen. In the beginning. Adam and Eve listened. And talked with him every day. You know. And they knew his voice. Sure they did, because when he came walking through the garden and they had sinned, they hid. They knew his voice. Sometimes some of you will say, I don't want to go to church. And sometimes it's because, not all the time, I know. Sometimes I think it's because some have something in their life that they think they need to get right before they go to church. No, no, you go to church and get it right. And that the church is a hospital. But we are looking to hear from the Lord. And if you're saved, you hear when you read. 
So you avoid the Bible and you avoid church, right? <laughs> you need to get that thing right. Because as a Christian, listening and talking to the Lord, it's, it's our life. It's our very being. If you don't spend time with Him, don't you get lonely for the Lord, my friend? And when you spend time with Him, you think, why did I wait so long? Right? His sheep hear His voice. And they know Him. And guess what they do? Yeah, that's right. They follow Him. They don't follow the world. They don't follow those things on TV. They don't go for the latest doctrinal truth that's not even in the Bible. Like these emerging churches teach. Some of these emerging churches are just outlandish what they're teaching. Unbiblical. Extra biblical, right? Uh, the old preachers used to say, right out of the pit of hell. That's what the old preachers used to say. You don't hear that very often, do you? Doesn't bring in the money to these people, right? I'm going to tell you something. We need to get back to the old ways. So, the Christian hears them. And the Word of God is a way of, of talking, letting the Lord talk to you. And, and We've got to be careful. Some of these things in this whole world doesn't plug up that communication line. What's some of the blessings from it? Well, the Jewish nation taught us one thing. Let's go back in Deuteronomy. We're turning a little bit. I hope that's all right. Well, listening to the Lord. Deuteronomy, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. The last book in the Pentateuch. I mean, the first five books, right? Deuteronomy, chapter 28. And verses 1 and 2. Deuteronomy 28. <clears throat> excuse me. And verses 1 and 2. And it shall come to pass. That if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. Thy God. To observe and to do all his, his, his commandments. Which I command thee this day. That the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. As God was talking to the Jewish nation. This showed us as an example that if we listen and obey the voice of the Lord. There is a blessing attached to this. There is a blessing attached to this. Now that's in two parts. Listen and obey. I tell you, I, I think sometimes we miss that. We kind of bristles our neck up. We just, who, who you know, is telling me what to do? Well, your maker is. The good Lord Almighty is. <laughs> and there is a blessing, my friend, attached to listening and doing. Listening to God. Job chapter 
We're back here in, uh, in the Old Testament, Job chapter 33. Job chapter 33. Just before Psalms. Job chapter 33. In verse 14 and 15, it says, For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, and slumbering upon the bed. Let me bring this verse up. I think that sometimes we don't listen because we don't expect him to answer. He speaks to us, and this says he speaks twice. He speaks again. He lays something on your heart. Do you ever have something laid so heavy on your heart you can't sleep? Or the Lord wakes you up and puts somebody on your mind to pray for. Say they're going through something and he woke you up. You don't think the Lord can do that? You don't expect him to talk to you? I think you better. I think you better. Do you expect God to even answer? And maybe that's why we're not listening. In your prayer life, has God ever touched you so much, so deeply that his very presence was so thick in the room that you knew what he was laying on your heart. Do you expect him to answer? I think many times we don't. Us as Christians, us in the churches we're in, we do not expect the Lord talk. We don't expect anything to be given to us. Philippians 1. We've got to hurry along here. We're at 18 minutes. Philippians, I always try to hold it to Philippians 1. I always try to hold it to uh, 20 minutes if I can. We might run a hair over. I'm going to try not to too much here. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Chapter 1. Or excuse me. Chapter 4. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4. Need a better pair of glasses, huh? Philippians 4 verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. How much? In how many things? In everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you something. Along with Bible reading and expecting God to talk back to you, lay things on your heart, is prayer. Do we spend much time talking with Him? In the beginning, He talked to Adam and Eve like we said. You know what, my friend? He wants to talk to you. And then he wants you to listen. Did you ever pray and then just stay still for a little while? You know, you talk to somebody, a person, and then you wait for their answer. Sometimes it's all, I remember hearing a preacher one time and I disagree with him. Now, asking is part of prayer, sure. But thanking him is part of prayer. And praising him is part of prayer. And just talking to him without asking, just talking to him. 
as part of prayer. He said prayer was just asking. No, no, no. Hey, prayer is fellowship. Prayer is fellowship. I'm telling you what. It's it's just not all selfishness. It, and 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 it's all. It's all bent towards improving your relationship with him and having a good communication line going and and then you listen. Do you listen, my friend? We're not going to turn there because we're going over time, but in Revelations 3, 20, the verse there, it says about, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And at the church in that time, they don't hear him. They don't listen. They don't hear him because they've allowed the world I believe to clog the lines up. Everything's so loud. We just let the world preach to us. We let our our own our own lives just take over. And there's nothing wrong with you know going and doing a, a some kind of hobby. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is spend some time with the Lord. My grandson said, "What can I do, Pappy?" for you this week and I said you know what you can do for me this week William just for me no and then I said no, wait a second not for me for the Lord but do it for me would you spend some time with the Lord every day pray and read your Bible spend some time that's what you can do for me William and for the Lord most of all he's okay pap that's my grandson I think us as a church us as a people, we don't even expect God to talk to us. We need to expect an answer as we pray. We need to be looking for his words in the Bible as we read. If we did nothing else but read these verses we, we had turned to this, this evening, I tell you what, it would be a blessing. Yes, it would. It doesn't really matter what I say. It's what his word says. Are you are listening to God? Are you listening to God? Are you talking to him? Do you expect him to answer? Well, I hope so, my friend. I hope so. Let's have a word of prayer, dear Father. Just thanks for this day you've given us, Lord. And the privilege and the honor to come before your throne. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We pray, Lord, that you will help us to listen to you read your word, to pray, to expect an answer. We love you, Lord. We thank you. I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope you have a good Sunday tomorrow. I hope you have a good week this week. And please witness to some poor lost soul, would you? God bless you.